This is the trigger warning for our show. Please understand that various monsters had various victims and hunted in various ways, depending on the folklore, mythology, or stories that were told about them. Please understand that it is not our intent to upset you. You will be given other warnings and additional warnings depending on the episode, but this is our blanket statement. We didn't write the myths, but we are using them to tell our story. Also, this is the content warning for our show. There will be cursing. There will be some interesting ideas. We will take it in where we can, but be warned, there was beer involved. What if I told you there is a world where not only are monsters like vampires and werewolves real, but they have rights just like you and me. And in this world, there exists a secret government organization dedicated to keeping you safe and making sure they follow the rules. Welcome to Anarium, a Monster of the Week podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Anarium. It's me, Cameron, your favorite neighborhood podcaster guy. Uh, back with a little recap of the last episode. So in the last episode, we got to kind of find out maybe what happened a little bit with Orpheus in the middle of that Halloween episode and why he disappeared. Um, he was kind of pulled away by a nefarious man in a peacoat um, and uh, learned a little bit more about his backstory and why things are the way they are for him. Um, and then we also checked in on Bernard, who is, as we recall, uh, in a bit of a jail prison cell right now awaiting um, his trial. Um, and, um, he's kind of resigned. He understands that he probably needs to be punished uh, on some capacity, but obviously he would hope that uh, the punishment isn't death. Um, and Orpheus, uh, delivered his message to, um, Mama Teresa. And that's kind of where we left off. Um, so let's go ahead and jump back in and, and see what these hooligans get into this time. Hi, welcome to Anarium. My name's Sam, and I am your monster daddy, because that is what has been decided. Um, uh, the Anarium is a world of my creation, made with friends and family over the course of numerous years, and it's been given life by Michael Sands' Monster of the Week. Great RPG, it's an easy starter. You guys have heard it here, it's pretty fun. In front of me, I have four gentlemen, three of which you know, and one which you don't know yet. Hi. But we're going to start with the folks you know. Far away Rob, who's no longer close. Rob, how are you? How's Colorado? I am well. Colorado is cold and beautiful. It is everything you would expect. Sorry if my volume levels are a little off right now. We'll get that corrected in the show, uh, ladies and gents. Uh, life is good. I'm Rob. I play Orpheus. I am back to being far away, Rob. I think the last couple sessions I've been a part of, I have been not so far away, Rob. And uh, that makes me sad. But here we are. And uh, I just want the boys in this room to know that you'll be seeing some butthole tonight. Aww. I wish he was joking. He's not just saying that. (laughs) When we do get merch, if and when, I guess I should say, and this isn't butthole related. um, Thank you. Thank (laughs) you so much. I was so concerned. Oh, my God. (laughs) I was like, we are not putting his butthole on a (laughs) T-shirt. No. No. I I like the idea of, like, uh, somehow, like, us in a basement, like really, like crude cartoon drawing, and then like far away Rob, but like connecting. That's not bad. I like that. <laughs> like just far away Rob. Like just, just you guys <laughs> could be on the back of the shirt. Just Rob a shirt that says front. Rob's chocolate starfish treats. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
you know what? Like Valentine's is around the corner and to show love to you guys, I'm getting a Narian theme butt plugs for everybody here. <laughs> oh wait, you know what it could be? It could be on the front, like what I said, and on the back, like all in the same room. Like far away Rob? Not so far away, Rob. <laughs> um Taylor, my beautiful Nordic friend. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh hello everybody, all the agents. I am Taylor. I play Marcellus Corvinson, 1,100-year-old vampire warlock from Denmark. Uh, if you are uh, new to the show, uh, yeah, he's been around for a very long time. Uh, was around when Anarium started. Uh, very, very by-the-book guy, but at the same time, don't piss him off. Man's got some secrets as well. Yep. Now uh, we've got we've got very close to me, Cameron, which I'm okay with. The beautiful face, good hair tonight. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I took a shower. I was like, oh, well, I'm washing. Get clean for your boys. I get it. Yeah. I get it. How are you doing? Right. Who are you? Right. Who do you play? Um, so I play Bernard. And it, first off, if you're new, Jailbird. Yeah. If you're new to the show, this is not a good place to start. <laughs> you should really go back to episode one. <laughs> like I love you guys for jumping in, and I appreciate it. Every every episode is probably someone's first, but. Really, you should go back to episode one or you're going to be super confused. Yeah, you're going to be lost. Um, but yeah, uh, I play Bernard, who is uh, rotting away uh, in a prison jail cell. I guess I don't know which what we call it necessarily. Um, in the hive that is an Arium. Okay, and our, our final, our, our guest, you probably won't hear a lot from him tonight. But uh, he will be in the upcoming episodes, and as some of you may have guessed, we record numerous episodes at a time, is actually my older brother, Steve. Hello. Who are you, and who are you playing? Uh, I play either um, Abraham Van Helsing or Radu Tepish, if, if you prefer. Nasty. Um, he's uh, the expert, um, around 586 years old. Um, not quite as old as Marcellus, but been around there, he's, he's been around. Um, there are some other things to him, but we'll get into that later. Yep. Yeah, we just I'm, didn't feel like having him sit here like without a microphone. You sit in the corner. I'm simply <laughs> a conscientious observer this see. evening. It is. It's like, hey, you can come, but you got to sit in the corner for the first hour to prove your worth. <laughs> no, not at all. So you might chime in. Uh, he is a, a long, watcher. a long time listener, first time player. I have listened to every episode and have been p- very impatiently awaiting this. So, yeah, and we—it was funny. Like we were talking about the show earlier, and there were a couple times where we thought something happened, then you had to point out. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, this guy actually knows what we're doing more than we do." So. Like we do family stuff every Tuesday, and he'd walk in and be like, "No, you guys were wrong. Taylor was right. This is how that worked." And I was like, "Oh, I ha- no, I'm I all right. I've right. done that a couple times." Yes. I don't know why we ever question Taylor. He's the only player that keeps notes. It's fair. It's fair. <laughs> I mean, it's just like. I have in a word. The- He's got a word, dog. <laughs> He's got a word, dog. All it says is, my balls itch, and what am I going to do now? But to be is... fair to the rest of you, I listen to it on Tuesdays while I'm at work, so it's fresh in my mind, not in you guys's. There so. you go. It's, I, I will say that's what, a lot of the ways like I intentionally do my characters that way because I know that I'm not good at taking notes. So I build characters that I don't think would remember stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want Steve to talk to Sam. I'm like he's calling into Stephen King every time. Like, hey, Steve, long time call- listener, first time call every time. <laughs> long time, first time. <laughs> All right. So when we left off, we know that Bernard is in a jail cell um, after the events of uh, the Dreamlands. 
uh, we've been kind of leading up to, and tonight you get to hear the the trial uh, of sorts. Uh, it's more of a hearing. It's not quite a trial. So we're going to jump into that, and I uh, hope you guys have fun. This council is in session in an attempt to ascertain the ability of Bernard Miller's future with his organization. We will be looking to see if he has earned his right to stay or if we will need to deal with him in a different fashion. Uh, we will have testimony from various agents, including Emily Gorganis and Agent Alan Boyd. Apparently there was an issue in, in a recent mission that took place in the Dreamlands. First up on our docket, we have um, Deputy Director Emily Gorganis. Would you please speak to us on behalf of the accused? But I kind of want to look at it like gives you like a little fist bump, but yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got this. We got this. <laughs> agent Bernard Miller has come much further than any agent that I have in my current disposal. I will be honest, when I initially hired Agent Bernard, I didn't expect much from him. I expected him to be a trigger puller, to go out into the fields and kill things. That's all I ever asked of him. It's all I ever expected to need from him. But he has proven himself over the last few missions to be much more thoughtful and at times a thinking individual who is capable of great compassion. His dealing with the ghouls showed us that he wasn't one to just run in and kill things. He actually investigated. He was the lead investigator on that investigation. Understanding the situation that he was in, I feel as though, at worst, we should be doing probation. Probation with um, mandatory therapeutic intervention. We should be seeing a therapist. We shouldn't be kicking this man out because he made a mistake, clearly under the duress of seeing a deceased wife and not knowing if it was really her or not. Ultimately, my belief is that Bernard Miller is a good agent, and he's good at what he does. He should be here. Yes, should he be suspended. Agreed. But what Agent Boyd is asking for is beyond what is deserved. He is a good agent. He's proven that. And I don't think there's anything more than I need to say to that point. In that situation, would you do any different? Thank you. I appreciate the council's time. She steps down. She goes back out into the audience. Um, everyone is kind of... Kind of surprised because they have a very combative relationship and they were really weren't certain what she was going to say. Like, as far as like in the audience, right. I know Troy would be kind of like, Wow, that really could have won. He's an idiot and uh, get rid of him. Wow, all right, cool. No, like, I, I like him as a guy, but as an agent, you know, kind of that mentality. Like, Bernard has very much of a reputation of he's more of a hunter than an agent, but uh, everyone, it resonates. It's not something that's completely. You could do that to the microphone. And everyone would love it. That's fine. <laughs> you, you. He's opening a pop, just so he's opening a pop. Ideas. Um, you were talking. I was trying to be polite. Reminds me that we used to go to the movie theaters and sneak stuff in. <laughs> Never get the the twist cast, man. <laughs> Never get twist cast. <laughs> um, um, 
Yeah, and I think even during that, like Bernard, at times, there's times where she said something kind of nice, or then times where she was just honest. So he's like, yeah. And then sometimes, you're like, you know, like, oh, he's a little this or that. He's, he kind of goes like, mm-hmm. no, she's not wrong. <laughs> like making a few faces, like she's got a point. Agent Boyd, as I understand it, you have some strong feelings about this ordeal. If you would be kind enough to enlighten us with your opinion, your professional opinion, it would be greatly appreciated. Agent Boyd comes up. He's in a very nice suit. He's well put together, as per normal for Boyd. He is generally always put together. He stands up in front of the mic, and he is clearly annoyed. Like, he even looks at Bernard and gives him the you piece of shit look. He's not being professional about this. Clearly, he's taking this much more personally than he probably should be. I don't understand what the point of this is. Bernard Miller went into that mission understanding that it could be dangerous. As an agent, he should have known that in that situation, killing his wife's doppelganger on a stage in a room full of innocents would have ended poorly. As far as I am concerned, he is the murderer of the seven people who lost their lives. The four attacked by the five vampires themselves, the two who died due to crushing deaths, and the one that bled out on that gymnasium floor because the locals decided shooting into a crowd was a good idea. Bernard Miller proved that he is incapable of doing this job and does not deserve the rank of agent. In fact, I would go so far as to say that I continue to petition that he be taken to the killing fields. It is the only place for him. We can finally get something out of him worthwhile in the information he can gather as he works his way back up. My opinion is that Bernard Miller is good riddance to bad rubbish, and I hope this council agrees. Alan Boyd takes a moment, takes a deep breath. He's, he's, he's hot under the collar. I have a question out of character. All right, what you got? I have been instructed to ask, since no one else has, what are the killing fields? All right, so the idea is that we deal with monsters and evil on a regular basis. The killing fields are a place where we send things that we can't we can't reason with it. We can't fully stop it. So it is sent to it's think of it as a pocket dimension. Alright, like a prison. We send them in, and uh, in the place that they are taken excuse me, I apologize, very rude. Um it is a perfect biome for that individual. So if it's Jason Voorhees, it looks like Camp Crystal Lake. If it's Art the Clown, it looks like downtown Chicago. If it's some monster, it is a, a, a hunting grounds that they would like. That if they're not too bright, they might even think they're still out in the world. Yeah. And every time we add a new one, it adds a new layer to it. So at the very bottom is like the first person we ever put in there. Second level is the next person we put in there. By sending someone into the killing fields in order for them to get out, which is an opportunity often given to maximum security prisoners, people who have basically life in prison, is, hey, we can send you down here and if you come out, you're free. Little laugh on the aside because they know they're not coming out. 
if you don't survive, we'll give a really nice financial payment to your family and claim you died of a heart attack in prison. They go down, they're rigged up, and it's the idea that we are getting scientific data about these creatures because keeping them in a prison isn't really our ideal for how to handle things. It's really unfair because it's not even like the zoo, which is like where we put creatures that don't have intelligence, but we yeah. can't just let them run around. It's the so Phantom Zone. It's I based it off of a Dead by Daylight's design. Yeah. Uh, where it's oh. you get put in and people occasionally get pulled in there. I didn't go quite all the way with that, but I do need to give credit that I watched a mythology video about Dead by Daylight because everything horror is interesting to me, even yeah. if I don't play the game. And I was like, that's a really interesting idea, and that's a great place to put things that like we normally couldn't deal with. It, it kind of gives me like Cabin in the Woods vibes, too. Yes. It, except they had their own biome. Except like, for they actually have a place where like Jason's chilling on a lake. Yeah. And it's... They're He's, not like in a cell. They, yeah, they are, it's not yeah. a twelve by twelve with yeah. a poster, one poster on the wall, hiding a hole for escape. My friend, Shawshank, Andy Dufresne. Thank you. Much I don't know if anybody played it, but uh, the game Jericho from years ago. Mm -hmm. where they had the, the Pixis, the box. That's mm -hmm. kind of what I thought of when he described it to me. Where every okay. time they opened it, and people went in and added another layer that kind of took on the area they were from like when the world war ii people went in to open it it added the world war ii battleground i think there was it was like oh. ancient rome yeah. world war ii and there was two a few others which i had also recently watched a video about jericho i watched somebody else describe it and why it was actually a great game even if it was buggy <laughs> had a really great story and clive barker is kind of amazing in general so yeah. i admittedly that that idea is taken from dead by daylight and jericho so, like, nobody pointing yeah. at me and be like, it's, thief! It's 2023. I don't think there are any truly original ideas at this point. Everybody's There's adopting not. from something. I, and I'll but. admit that. But I, I think it's important that uh, yeah, for sure. anybody who's ever ran a game knows that, like, you're constantly stealing something else's story. You can put your own twist on it. But Yeah, I just ran my first arc, and it was... You can't count the number of like all pretty derivative things that. <laughs> and as there. as a GM, there's nothing greater than that moment when Taylor, because he's the one who always gets it first, his eyes light up and he's like, "This is Children of the Corn." There you go. That's what, the, and then like he's so proud and like it always kind of a relief because it's like I just need someone to know that like no that I didn't I didn't make this up. It's yeah. like, this is Children of the Corn. That's what this is. Uh, I'll say one more thing, but I was shocked it took as long as. It did for you guys to pick out Ashley Williams, knowing me. My first thought was Hellboy. Okay. If, yeah, you same. said the fake hand. My first thought was Hellboy. And I'm like, no, that doesn't quite work. Mm -hmm. And then, like, when we started talking with the ghosts, ah, yeah. I was like, oh, I know this. I know this. Okay, no, I got it. It was the metal arm that was throwing me off. Okay. Yeah, because I was thinking Hellboy, where it was for like sure. a big stone. I went, I went to Callisto Protocol, and yeah. I went. I, I didn't want no, it to that's be, it. yeah, I didn't want it to be, f like, fully derivative. Like, she just has a stump and a chainsaw arm. Like I oh, You did good. You did good. Than that. And there's, uh, as, as a Not GM, it's cool. great when that realization dawns, and then as a player, when you finally connect the puzzle pieces, that, like, oh, you son of a bitch, that's Ashley Williams. Yeah, yeah. It, like, it's, it's really fun, and I'm, I'm used to that, because I, I DM D&D, &D and I do this. And it's always fun when somebody gets that smile on their face and they point at you and they're like, this is what this <laughs> You're is. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> you shithead. 
<laughs> and, to, and to all of my players' benefit, they have never once metagamed. Of course, I also warn every one of them that metagaming is punishable by death. So, In the harshest of ways. In the harshest of ways. Thank you. He remembers. Another good shirt opportunity, I think, one day. Metagaming. I've been playing tabletop games with you long enough. I know the rules on metal. I, 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 if you're listening to the show, I don't even think you need the first part. I think just think, like, bold caps, like, in the harshest of ways. In the worst of ways. <laughs> All right, so. That is a t-shirt idea. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Agent Boyd takes his seat, clearly still agitated. Like, he was holding back. Like, he was super ag- angry. Like, for him, this is being the head of search and rescue like his psychological profile like there's a reason he's in charge right. of finding and saving people uh if it wasn't you that he was complaining about while here it would have been about the fact corbin let galan die yep and i want to say too during that time not so much as like an act of defiance or challenge but i don't think that he ever drops his gaze from bernard ever drops his gaze from the entire time boyd is speaking he is near unblinking looking directly at him again not as a challenge but just let you know like i'm i'm hearing what you say and almost like i there's some truth to what you're saying but obviously he's not gonna like be hoping to die thank you agent boyd next we will talk to one of your teammates agent marcellus has been a member of anarium since the beginning i would be curious your opinion on this agent and how you feel about the situation. Thank you, Your Honor. Uh, no. No, Agent Marcellus, Marcellus Corvinson. You and what? I have known each other long enough. You can call me Kermit. That's fine. I appreciate that, Kermit, but you know how I am about doing things the proper way. Um, From the back of the room, Agent- just a voice that yells out, Kisses! <laughs> Shut up, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, that was me. Um, <laughs> Agent Marcellus Corvinson, badge number 009. Um, I've been working with Bernard for quite some time now. And I feel like out of everyone in the group, I probably have known him the best. Um, probably not the best of friends. But I know how he thinks. I know how he acts. In that moment in the dreamlands, he he had a lapse due to traumatic experience. I do not see him doing that ever. He's always thinking and having a good time, having fun. But when he sees his wife that died many years ago, standing in front of him, touching him, holding him, hugging him, a a switch flipped in him. And then when he realized, and let me preface that, he realized that multiple people in that room were not the actual people. Nobody brought this to his attention. He deduced this on his own. That goes to show how good of a mind he actually has 
is the way he carried it out the best way? No. But everybody says hindsight is twenty twenty. Now, I respectfully disagree with Agent Boyd. I do not think he should be put in the prison of the killing fields. That is very harsh for the transgression that he has committed. Should the council decide that that is the course of action, I have an alternative to that. I would not like to see him go to the killing fields and spend the rest of his days eternity and being somebody that has lived for 1100 years being stuck in an eternity like that every day that would be hell that would be the worst possible place for him my alternative method that I would like to recommend to the council and everyone here in this court either the suspension that the deputy director advised with therapy and I will personally take charge of him after his suspension ends. However, if you decide on the killing field route, I have spoken with the Vampire Council. They are willing to welcome Bernard as a member of the Vampires. One of the members of this hearing is a vampire. I guess I didn't really explain that. There yeah, is He's a vampire elder. There's a vampire elder up. So imagine, like, very tall, seated positions. So they're kind of looking down at the person talking. Um, one of them is a vampire. Uh, one of them is a human. One of them is obviously Kermit Greybeard. One of them is probably a lycanthrope or a cursed werewolf. Either way, they they kind of give the opinion of the werewolves. It'd probably be a lycanthrope in a position that important. And most likely some form of water-esque creature, like a mermaid or a merman, with more of a tank behind the microphone. Kind of a representative of the different ways of the Earth. Um, yeah. The vampire up front, of course, nods as if to like, no, he's not pulling shit out of his ass. This is something we're willing to offer. Yeah, probably the one person that didn't gasp. <laughs> the one person that wasn't like, oh, fuck, we're going to do what now? Oh, God, what? Oh, hey, oh, shit. No, that's not. Quiet. Quiet. Continue, Agent Corvinson. Thank you. Um, the Vampire Elder Council is willing to bring Bernard in as a vampire. That way, he can still serve usefully with a little more guardianship and um, the bond between, a little more... The bond, the bond between yeah, Sire and, and Youngling is a strong one, magical even. The ability for a sire to tell him what to do and him have to follow it. 
It's understandable that this would be an interesting solution, but one we would have to discuss at length. Correct. I, I understand that. It's just, I would rather see that than the killing fields. Honestly, I would rather, immensely rather see the suspension and therapy and then him put in my charge under Deputy Director Emily Gorgonis. But should that not be an option, the vampire community is an option. Thank you for your testimony. Your Thank you for your time. Options will be considered. It is something to be taken into account by this council. Thank you. Thank you. Next on the docket, we have Agent Orpheus. As I understand it, you are a recent addition to the Anarium family, and I hope you have found your time here pleasant, if not educational. We are glad to have you. What is, what is your opinion of this situation? Being of an outside mind, your perspective may show us something that we are not seeing. Obviously, you would you would walk forward. Now, would you have would you have a glamour on to be the the diminutive Frenchman, or would you be you? I would absolutely be Orpheus in his full present being. Good, that's what I was hoping for. Um, <clears throat> Joanna, I give you thanks for this opportunity to speak. I may be amongst the newest members here, and I may not be as old as some of the others who have spoken today. But your honor, I have seen much. I know much, and my life is not without experience. There is no one here who will dispute what's but not dead. There is no one here who will dispute consequences that begot his actions but I dare ask anybody in this room if they would do any difference when faced with the demon of your past when faced with the reality of knowing all that is in front of you is a lie what would any sane man do you see Bernard acted with a prudence that few others could. Could he foresee the actions? Perhaps. But was, does Bernard have the life experience that the rest of us do? He is but a mortal. Few years to him. I have lived five lifetimes and Marcellus 500. Bernard is a good man. If faced with the same reality, despite what I know, I would have done the same. Maybe my style is not so grandiose, but that's why the council brought Bernard in. He gets things done, and he did. If we do not allow the other creatures to be themselves, do we not allow them to live? This creature, this man, this Bernard. He must be himself. 
and he was. And to punish him for being anything other than he is, is a blemish on anybody who should pass such judgment. I have nothing more I can say, Your Honor. But Bernard does not deserve any more punishment than he has given himself. I'll see myself off the stand if you have nothing from me. We appreciate your insights, and we're thankful to have them. I think I think with that testimony, there. I think Bernard, there was. You can see some some moisture forming from the background. Cry yeah, baby. Yeah, <laughs> chin up. But I think I think he appreciated that. Testimony oh, it's horrible. It's much. raining today. It's not raining. <laughs> oh no, it's raining. Um, but yeah, I, I think that was excellent. I think you both raised excellent um, things that I didn't even think of. Uh, well, they, they hit all the topics I was hoping they would. This, you got to trust your players, man. Yeah, they did awesome. Um, I knew they would. Well, I think that was part of it too. Is I didn't try to like think of what are they going to say. So that was part of why, like, when you said certain things, I was like, oh, I didn't think about that. I desperately wanted one of them to be like, he's a shithead. You should probably just kill him now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't, which I love. And you guys did a great job, and it's much appreciated. <clears throat> we have a short docket of individuals who have wished to speak on the accused behalf. Yes, we understand, Jacques. But if you could please get to the point. That is something we had not considered. Thank you, Cody. I I really appreciate you giving me this chance to speak. Um, uh, I was actually asked to by Deputy Director Gorgonitz, but I'm going to be honest, I wasn't really there for a lot of the actual incident. I got stabbed, like, as he lifts up his shirt, like, right here, and it hurt, and I was not there for it, but, uh, Bernard's not a bad agent. I mean, in comparison to, uh, Corbin, he's doing pretty good. I mean, Corbin's done way worse. You guys never put him in the killing fields. That seems kind of shitty. I mean... Obviously, it was a bad decision. He turns and he looks at Bernard and goes, Obviously, it was a bad decision. But ultimately, I mean, at the end of the day, yes, he he did cost unnecessary lives. But it's important to remember that he's more than who he was when we got him. He was broken and literally trigger puller is the perfect name for what he was it was find it kill it be done move on and he's grown a lot and though no i don't operate on charlie team i have kept in contact me and marcellus talk frequently about our own teams and how we think we should handle them i think he did okay and yeah he fucked up but i mean haven't we all fucked up on occasion all right who else do i need to do Okay, it needs to be said. The hand motions you do when you do Jacques 
and and uh, <laughs> the little gremlin. There's so much more to it than anyone ever sees. It there is. It really is. It was it was awesome. And then you do Troy, and your hands go right in your pockets, yeah. and you do nothing. I I hope it. Well, I don't know. This is part of me hopes it, it did get picked up. But I could hear when you started, and I I looked back as I was walking out of the room, and I saw you start. Uh, with Jacques and I, I suppressed the laugh when I got upstairs. I can still hear it, and I was laughing because you—it's not because it—it's be, it's because you do so it's good so at it. Good. <laughs> and it's just—I yeah. was just like, that is so. <laughs> I can imagine what, what Chi? Jacques is saying. Chi Nakamura. All right. I was there on. <clears throat> wow, I went full Orpheus on that one. My bad. <laughs> I was there on that mission. I was a member of Team Zulu at the time. And though I do not think that my team leader would agree, I think that we need to take into consideration the amount of emotional duress he was under. Understanding where the team lead, his mentality was, I do see why he feels that what he did was inappropriate and dangerous. But ultimately, I think it's important that we remember that there is a reason that Bernard Miller was never on Team Zulu. Thank you. I think he kind of looks at her. The like, twins, and like, and Aiden. Like lightly, like you know, like he's he's like thank you, but also like you weirded me out. <laughs> <laughs> you weirded me out. You weirded me out. You crazy spider woman. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the twins. Well, I don't think he should be sent to the killing fields but ultimately I don't think he should be an agent anymore. He should probably be removed from active duty. That was a pretty stupid mistake to make. Hey, you don't need to be a dick about it. Not not in front of Kermit. Knock it off. Thank you. Who's next? It's true. The the amount of there's so much work here that I don't know if you guys are going to get. That makes these characters so much better. <laughs> Who's next? I think we need to get a Ouija board and get Galland in Ruben Hags? <laughs> oh, Ruben Hags is not only but a goodie, but I he's no they never met him. I know. Wow. That was the that was the spoiler little treat for everybody at home there. That, our, that's someone you will meet. Someday. Who was our Amish? Jonah. Give, Hell no. Liam. <laughs> he's this is an area. Liam would be the one. If they were gonna reach out to anybody, it would be Liam. I I don't think it would be inappropriate to get like a true outsider's perspective. I'll leave that to the group, but I don't think that'd be the worst thing. Or Sheriff Stacy Durant. True. Either, both. Okay. All right. <clears throat> they will actually do their testimony together. Liam steps up to the microphone. I don't really know what's fully happening here. Uh, this is um very strange. And the, the audience here, it, it admittedly, is a little terrifying. We understand, Liam. But if you could please give us your opinion of Agent Miller as an agent and as someone who kept you safe. What is your thought? Agent Walsh talked to me a little bit in the hallway. Everyone's like, oh, God damn it, can you see what as I understand it, he's looking at some pretty severe punishment for this. I just... The man who got me through that cornfield doesn't deserve to die. And I don't think it's fair that that's even on the table. 
I mean, it was pretty crazy in there to begin with. I mean, there were these weird vampire things, and then eventually there was this weird water thing that was, like, fighting them. And it just... My bad, sorry. (laughs) Oops. I just don't think it's quite... I don't think it's right to kill Agent Miller. And I, I guess that's where I stand. Sheriff Durant steps up. I understand procedure. I understand how this is done. Uh, as I understand it, he acted outside of traditional protocol. But with the understanding that that woman was his wife, I can give him some forgiveness, but those seven people that died were people in my community, and I cared about them. To be wholly honest, I don't care what you do with Agent Miller. I think that having all these people have a discussion about Agent Miller's goodness as a <clears throat> Agent Miller's goodness as a person is completely overshadowing the fact that seven people lost their lives because of him. My belief is that in this situation, Agent Miller should be persecuted in the full force of the law. Seven people lost their lives, and we can't forget about that. Those people had names and families. Those people, some of them, had children. We shouldn't be forgiving him for making this mistake. Any person with proper training, which Bernard Miller would have gone through, would ultimately have to understand that murdering someone on stage in front of a crowd full of people would cause mass chaos and death. And how many of your patients have taken their own life, Doctor? (gasps) Orpheus. You have had your turn at the mic. You have spoken. Do not interrupt others or I will ask you to leave. Have I made myself clear? I'm sorry, Your Honor. I have no more to say. My abilities to rehabilitate people has nothing to do with this. And mind you, some of the things my agents have seen have been bad enough that yes, I have had a few people who have taken their own lives after the fact. That being brought up is nothing in, in, why would that even be brought up? This is unprofessional, and I feel as though that should be stricken from the record. Moving on, Agent Miller is also an alcoholic. He carries drink with him at all times and has an unhealthy fixation on peanut butter. (laughs) I feel that removing him from service is the best action. Killing Fields is your decision. I don't think he should be placed on active duty. Agent Miller, though it has been brought to my attention that it may not be the best of options, I am asking for you to speak on your own behalf. I would be curious to know how you feel about the situation, seeing how others have seen it. It seems to be a bit of a different opinion from everyone. They can all agree the decision was poor, but I would like to know what your thoughts on this are now, having had some time to think about it. Um, I think he would stand, and I, like I said earlier, throughout most of this, he's been pretty... pretty rock solid. Quiet. You know, yeah, and not giving too much away, 
but, but also public speaking. I guess it's a little ironic considering why we're here. Um, You'd rather be in the coffin than giving yeah, the eulogy. Yeah, public speaking is not really something he does, especially sober, um, which he would be. Um, as we mentioned, the, the toilet hooch was not going well. Poor <laughs> <laughs> um, Jock can't figure out how to make mead without you. Yeah, c- couldn't get it going. Um, I think he's just kind of... I assume he's shackled in some way. Uh, Actually, no. No? Uh, like, you're not in an orange jumpsuit. Like, you're not a threat. Okay. And, like, 90% of the people in this room could stop you if you tried to do That's something. Fair. As you are the one, one of... human without his weapon is the least threatening yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah so I like, didn't really think about that. Yeah, they're I, giving you the respect of, yes, you are an agent. Yes, you made a mistake. You are not a fugitive. You're not... Like, you're not threatening to blow this place up. They would give you the dignity of being you at this okay. hearing. Well, it, with that being said, then, I guess to, to fulfill the picture, I think he's also wearing, like, a, a suit. But it probably doesn't fit, like, the best. It's a little, little big. <laughs> yeah. Like a suit. Um, it's in yeah. Good, yeah, it's in good condition, but, yeah. It's See, not... in my mind. It's clearly been tied for 20, 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> it's the suit you wore on that last Sunday you took your family to church because it's the first time you felt it was important enough to wear it again. That's fine. I'm totally fine with that. Um, I like that, actually. Um, so Super I think perfect. I think yeah. he's going to stand and, you know, just kind of make those nervous gestures, touching the beard and hair and to say, and again, kind of abashedly, like kind of looking at the ground a little bit, all of a sudden nervous. Uh, what I won't do is, uh, while I appreciate all of the kind things that were said about me, uh, I won't make myself out to be the victim here. Uh, I think, like what he just said, I, I think I should be held accountable uh, for the lives that were lost. Um, I do know the protocols and at the time I did know that I broke them I if you would like to know what my thoughts were while I will not ask for your forgiveness or for you to forget what I did if you would like to understand why I did it uh, yes Agent Miller that is why you were asked to speak We are very curious into your mindset at the time and your reflections on your actions. I thought that, I don't know, it sounds stupid now. I have been alive for a very long time, Agent Miller. You would be surprised how often men said things after the words, this sounds stupid that I found that they were the most honest. Please continue. I guess I thought if if I figured it out, if I showed everyone what was really happening, I, I could have saved the day. I could have I could have been the hero. I could have stopped what I actually set in motion. And I didn't I didn't think past what I did. Or I guess I didn't account for, uh, you know, the redneck mob and, you know, all the other things. What I've found to be most frequent, but the true definition of hero is someone who gets other people killed. Sometimes, but we do what we think is best. The outcome is not so great as what one might expect. 
Mm. I wish I read more. I feel like that would have hit home a little harder for me. Anyways, uh, thank you for letting me speak, uh, Mr. Frog. Uh, that's all I have to say. There's a murmur amongst the court as you do that, amongst the gathering, where it's like, oh my god, he just made fun of the fact that his name's Kermit. To his credit, Kermit in front of the audience cracks you the greatest old man smile <laughs> and just goes, we appreciate your candor, Agent Miller. We will now have a brief recess to have a discussion amongst us to figure out what your destiny will be. So this is a moment where you guys can talk to one another, like you're all in the room together. You can have a conversation if you want to. It's brief. But you, you have an opportunity here to interact with each other. Is there anything that you would want to say? I meant to be a little more serious there, but again, like we talk about. It's Agent Bernard. Yeah, you build a character that's based off of you, and with the, the nervous, funny stuff, it, like I we probably know as Bernard, that's Cameron. <laughs> when, when I get in a situation where I don't know what to say, I'm like, I ah, think of something funny. Think <laughs> of something funny. <laughs> you, you need to get out of there, man. <laughs> Get out! Get out! Oh, Bernard, I have not been to a court proceeding in many a century. So this is probably so fast for you. I know court proceedings back then, people used to talk for like days. But I do not know what to expect. But know that you have my support. And I will carry on your legacy. You know <laughs> that I do too care for the bourbon myself, Bernard. Hey, if you die, I'll keep doing what you were doing. It's cool. <laughs> I love it. And do not, do not take for granted that Mama Teresa, she did not say it in so many words, but she loves you too, Bernard. That, that is not what I said. That is not what I said. <laughs> Just, um, I think Marcellus wants to talk to him also. Yeah, go ahead for it. Go for it. Yeah, that's, that's this time is for. Hey, Bernard. Uh, sorry to kind of drop that big bomb in the middle of the court hearing, but what do you think about my option for you as opposed to the killing fields? Hmm. <sighs> Well, I gotta tell you, I definitely like it more than the killing fields. But right, um, I suppose I'll be happy with whatever they. Well, happy is not a good word. You'll is, be content with whatever they decide. Yeah, you read books. That's a good word. Content. <laughs> uh, I've yeah. seen you read more books than anybody <laughs> in this whole agency. He kind of like touches his head. He likes to, he he does play his intelligence down a little bit. He's not stupid. Um, he's uh, but yeah. He likes to be underestimated. <laughs> I think so. Um, I think he's going to say um, those kind of probably the most like affectionate thing that's ever happened between the two of you. I think he'll just kind of put a hand on your shoulder, just kind of say, "If it comes to that, I'm okay with it." All right. And again, I know that's not a big sappy moment, but I think that's the most he can really muster. Especially between the two of them, they're not going to have a big bro hug. And, you know, like, yeah, brother. 
<laughs> like it's just not really their thing. Um, yeah. So uh, I think I think that moment in my mind that was about as big a, a, a hug and a kiss on the cheek. Right. Uh, Troy would walk up to you, shake your hand, lean in to where your ears at as he does it, and goes, "Seriously, dipshit, worst possible choice." And he walks away. But what you find is that in your hand you have a piece of paper. And on it is written the words, Killing Fields equals Wait for My Sign. And that's oh, it. Fuck. Okay. Can, can Steven just play some random child in the stand? Just like, hey, mister, I hope you fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> do you like peanut butter as much as I do? I love me a PB&J. <laughs> Screw the J. I just like the PB. Uh, honestly, that's my, I think my son is in the crowd. That's that's my son <laughs> all day. I, I put jelly on, on his peanut butter sandwich the other day. He was like, I don't like that. Only on Fridays. Only <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> on Fridays. <laughs> no like, park. No J. <laughs> you don't even know what day of the week today is. He it doesn't. Is Friday. <laughs> we don't eat bread. We don't eat jelly. It's just the peanut butter. God damn it. <laughs> that's good. Good hey, man. Kid, watch your good language. <laughs> Fuck you, dog man. <laughs> I like this kid. Who the hell brought this? Kid? See, now you're gonna have to play a whole new character. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get to play Van Helsing. You gotta play this. Does anybody kid. else smell wet dog? <laughs> Was that not talking about it? Ever fucking again? <laughs> All right. So time somehow time has passed. Probably a good half hour, forty five minutes. I mean, like they legitimately were having That's a good deliberation. I mean, yeah, like, there was some decision that needed to be made here, considering it's only, what, five people making the choices? Yeah. So, the the council comes back in, and they, they take their seats. Uh, Kermit, up in the front, sits down, and he takes his seat. He knocks that gavel a couple times to bring order to the session, which everybody does rather quickly. Bernard Miller, I feel it is in important that all angles be taken into account and this council has come to the decision that you will no longer be an agent of anarium you will be relieved of your position and duty you will turn in your badge however we will allow you to keep your mind you will keep the memories of your time here the person that you have become is a good enough person that we feel he's better in the world. In two years, if you would like, if you are willing to submit to a psychological examination, clearly by a different psychologist, we will allow you to apply for a hunter's license. You can continue to do what you do, but you will not be under the banner of an Arium with more oversight than one than you have been used to. This is the speaking of this council. Our judgment has been made. Oh, I wanted to see someone die. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episode of Anaria. Uh, I hope you guys all had a good time. I know we did. I know this was a little bit of a different episode. Not a lot of dice rolling. Not a lot of that kind of thing. Um, this was more 
you know, just dialogue, um, but necessary, I think, to the plot and what we're trying to accomplish right now. So I hope you enjoyed it. Um, make sure that you are sending us your emails. Um, I know uh, it's on the website and those things. You can check that out. Um, let us know what you want to hear, what you're liking, what you're not liking, what you'd like to hear a little more of, um, all of those things. And uh, we have been getting some feedback, and we really appreciate it. So thank you so much, all those that have reached out. And uh, if you have reached out before, you know, don't feel like you, know, you can't reach out again. Um, I think that's pretty much it as far as the house cleaning stuff goes. I hope you guys are enjoying this. Things are about to get a little spicy. So uh, make sure you stick with us if you want to find out.